Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we talk about opening, awakening, this, the feminine spiritual path. We talk about archetypes and the embodiment of different archetypes and all things awakening, opening, and stepping into our allness. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding for Women. This topic is a little bit wild. <laughs> um, toxic masculinity and how it relates to our feminine path, to our awakening path, to our stepping into wholeness and into allness. It's, it's crucial. It's a crucial element, and we may not think it is, um, but it's a crucial element, and that's what we go into in this particular podcast. We also really dive into some energetics, and I give a practice at the beginning um, that you can do all of the time, anytime throughout life. It's a really beautiful feminine practice. And then some deep diving questions. So some reflective questions around toxic masculinity, around your relationship, around how it's affecting your life, around, around deep inner truths and really asking us to go to those places that we don't necessarily go to on a regular basis or maybe we've never been to. Part of the gift of the dark goddess. So we're working in that particular Shakti in this podcast of deep truths, right? She's a liberator and, and her deepest desire is to liberate us from the deepest, most toxic patterns, the oldest, the most unconscious places within ourselves that are holding us back from our allness and toxic masculinity happens to be one of them. Um, all right. <clears throat> Enough talking about the episode. The only thing I do want to share with you up front is if you're a subscriber, we send out lots of cool things. We always send out notifications as to when we're recording this live. So we record these as live videos in our Facebook group. You are so welcome to join our Facebook group. It's totally free. If you just go to our website, rewildingforwomen.com, you'll see up there, it'll say free Facebook group. Um, that's us. That's where these take place. We sit in circle twice a month, um, and it's it's an invitation, just an invitation to come to circle. Everyone says it's very, very different when they're on live um, than when they're listening later. You know, you can decide for yourself on that, but you're welcome to join us and check it out. Also, on our website, if you subscribe, um, we send out astrology reports and some other really cool things, so notifications for the live, and just... Uh, what's going on, kind of what's, what the energetics are, what we're seeing collectively, uh, just different really cool things and different ways of saying um, thank you for your support uh, to our subscribers. So I hope you join uh, that, and I hope that I will maybe even see you live um, in the Facebook group at some point. All right. Uh, so much love to you. Enjoy this episode. For those of you who maybe don't know what the topic is, because I know some women join us and they've maybe never even seen the topic, they just see rewilding is live. Cool, what's that? Um, we're going into toxic masculinity today, the topic of toxic masculinity uh, from a standpoint or from an angle of walking our awakening path. Like, why the heck is this so important when we're walking our awakening path? We've gotten comments from women saying, um, I'm actually more interested in goddesses. I'm more interested in the embodiment of the feminine. Well. The, 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 the wild truth about this is that toxic masculinity has to be looked at when we are embodying the fullness of self, when we are working toward the embodiment of the feminine, when we are working with the goddesses. So for those of you who are like, nah, not at all interested in masculine archetypes, not really interested in toxic masculinity, 
My aim in this, in our time together, is to show you why it's so incredibly important to the feminine. Why it's important to our feminine awakening. Why it's important to our stepping into wholeness. Why it's important for our soul's path and the opening up to the true authenticity, the authentic, deepest authentic place within us. Okay. I think that's enough of a little um, intro and kind of giving enough time for everyone to gather. What I would love for us to do is to drop in. It's an invitation for us to step into circle, us to really own the fact that we are standing in sacred circle, sitting in sacred circle, standing on sacred ground. So whatever that looks like in your mind, maybe a visual of being in a temple, sitting in sacred women's circle. I will not go into this topic without us invoking that energy. I will not talk about toxic masculinity. I will not, I, I, I will not, unless we come from this place of absolute um, sacred space, unless we get ourselves out of the grungy, low-level uh, ways of of projecting of, of that, right? You can feel that like low level murky mucky stuff and we come up here. So I'm asking that all of us do whatever we can here and now, whether you're here on the live or you're listening or watching this a little bit later on, do what it takes to get yourself up. When I say get yourself up, I mean take yourself higher, 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 see things from a different level, see things from a soul level, see things from a higher vibrational standpoint. Maybe that doesn't make any sense to you. Let me say it this way. Stand on sacred ground, get on sacred ground, whatever that means to you. Maybe it means that you visualize yourself walking into a cave full of women and there's a fire in the center and we have gathered here to speak deep truth. We have gathered here for the aim of awakening, opening to our allness right? This is the place that we, we have to come from if we're ever going to change this aspect within ourselves and within our world. So I'm just asking that those of you who are here in circle, um, especially on the live, because we're co-creating this in the moment, we're, we're creating this right now, your energy and where you're at and what you're standing in right now is, is co-creating the space with me. So I'm asking you, I'm asking you to to bring, bring it, to, to really bring it, to open up the heart, to open up higher wisdom within, to open up to Shakti, to open up to that, that fullness of our, of our sacred channel. And however that means to you. And I see so many hearts and so much love and I can hear, like I can feel Kate. I, I know that that was Kate leaving all those hearts. I can feel Kate and I can feel, feel some of you also just really standing as these pillars of light. And here's an invitation. If you're called to stand as like a pillar of light in this circle that we sit in, please do. If you're called to anchor in the truth, right? Maybe you're more of a, of a deep root kind of a woman and you're called to just anchor in, like really earth this conversation, do it. Um, if you're called to open the heart and hold that bridge, right? So there's a bridge between the, the divine and the earth. If you're called to hold that bridge, and maybe these words don't make any sense to you whatsoever. And that's okay. You're also, if you're called to just sit in circle, just sit in circle. If you're called to just be here and listen, just just do that, um, but just feeling. If there's a particular energy that you're called to hold or a particular posture that you're called to do or whatever, just in this moment, just deep, deep feeling. So take a second and just breathe, <laughs> just breathe. Anchoring, Emily, 
heck yeah, Malia, I see your big hearts with, that's so you, Malia. Um, I can feel it. <laughs> and I know that I'm not the only person who stands in this circle, fully grounded. Rosalind, thank you, sister. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Katie Rue said, yes. <laughs> to me, this is us bringing in the light. To me, this is us doing what we as women can do in circle. And it's not just about us. It's actually the ability to anchor in the light, that ripple effect that we talk about. Um, as above, so below. That which is in is also without. Um, Cynthia, open heart. I, I feel you, woman. Um, Andrew, very zen out. Heck yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'd like to open up this topic by first <laughs> holding this huge open heart as open as we can. Here's an invitation to you. This is an invitation to do a practice the entire time that we go through this topic, the entire time that we sit in circle. It is a practice. Do you feel how open your heart is right now? Can you open it a little bit more? So just, just checking in. How open is your heart? How open is the whole of your body? Can you open it a little bit more? So just feeling, what can I do to open my heart a little bit more? Now, as we walk into this, keep checking in, when does your heart shut? What do we start talking about that causes your heart to shut? Causes the armoring to come up, causes the heart to shut, causes the body to get tense or rigid. This can show up in a lot of different ways, but this is a profound practice, a profound practice that you can do throughout your whole life. In every single situation, you watch when your heart closes, you catch it, and then you go back to, okay, how can I breathe my heart open? How can I stay in this openness despite what we're talking about? This is a really deep, really powerful feminine practice, a very huge, intense heart awakening practice. So it's not just, okay, I'm gonna open up my heart when it's all peaches and cream and nice and fluffy around me. No, 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 it's that I can actually stay with an open heart, an open central channel, despite what I'm standing in. Do you, do you see what I'm talking about here? Despite the fact that we're talking about toxic masculinity, I don't crumple into toxic masculinity. I don't allow the influences to close me, to shut me, to shut my light off, to shut my heart down, to shut my central channel, my divine guidance down. I can stand here in this world because let's face it, this world isn't the easiest world to live in. We have a lot of shit that we're all working through as a collective. This just so happens to be one of those wonderful, magical things that we are on the cutting edge of, um, the bleeding edge, the, the, and it's painful. And there's a lot that's, that's getting kicked up. Um, so this is the practice that I invite you to, to hold yourself to through the entirety of this, uh, this circle of our time together. And I will remind us here and there to just check in, where's your heart at? How, how, what's your body doing? What's your system doing? All right, so now that you felt into how open you are, let's talk about this and let's feel into toxic masculinity. Before we go anywhere near this topic, we're gonna have to define it. We have to define it for us in this circle, in this moment. It has a lot of different definitions, but we need to define it. So I would love for all of you to leave comments 
um, about what toxic masculinity is. I have Elise, who's part of the rewilding team. She is amazing. She is uh, very well versed in toxic masculinity, as in has seen a lot of it. She was a police officer. Um, so if a police officer hasn't seen toxic masculinity, I'm not sure who has. <laughs> um, so I would love to ask Elise to come in and just give us some words around toxic masculinity from her standpoint, and I would love for you all to share words around toxic masculinity. What does it mean to you? And it can be a word, it can be five words, it can be a sentence or two sentences, but let's, 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 let's open this up. Let's feel into what is toxic masculinity. So if you all keep leaving your comments, I'll go back um, and read some of them, uh, depending on time and all of those things, but otherwise I would love for Elise to come in and just talk a little bit about toxic masculinity. This is Elise, I love her, she's amazing. Um, it's all you, woman. Okay. Uh, toxic masculinity, hmm. let me just breathe into that. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, it's cutting off it's cutting off from feeling so that the only emotion is aggression is it's like bottling up right it's not facing the truth of what is really happening inside and I speak from personal experience um, I essentially was in my toxic masculinity um, and even when I talk about policing I can feel myself just kind of going Ugh. so <laughs> And it's like, let's be open here and actually own this. Yeah. Like, okay, I was being unnecessarily physical in certain circumstances where I didn't need to because, for me, I was filled to the brim in trying to be something I wasn't. I was trying to be hard and I was trying to be firm all the time and be this role all the time. And that wasn't my truth. And I can tell you now, it wasn't a hell of a lot of my... Um, you know, comrades' truths either. Like, so many of them are broken now, and I know one who's in and out of care now, right, because he just continued on that path, and you can't, you just can't let anything in, and the only way is to explode. Um, and, yeah, so I, I've done that. I get it. I'm not making any excuses for that whatsoever. And to lift and to open the heart enough to feel, whew, um, and come out of that space, which is pure darkness. Mm. It's heavy. It's I'm alone in this. Um, I can't share it with anyone because I'm going to be institutionalised if I do because I'm restricted. I am institutionalising people who have the same symptoms I was coming up with, so I had to, you know, so that in policing itself, um, you know, is, was a major, major thing. And also knowing that I only had two years of cover insurance-wise as well, which is, I wasn't protected. Wow. So it was like, get out. If you're soft, get out. You can't handle it. Get out. Wow. So to be, it's not, it's not an individual issue, obviously. Like, we've got to handle what we can handle and own our truth and open as much as we can to our own truth because we're here now in this body. Let's not waste it by trying to fit into freaking roles and responsibilities that just don't fucking match with our highest. That's the truth. <laughs> no, I love it. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And I might, love you, woman. I might call you back, depending on how this all rolls, just to ask a little bit about how you shifted the toxic masculinity in you yeah. to be divine 
a divine expression versus that distorted expression of, of masculine power, of that raw energy yeah. of it. So just maybe sit tight and we'll just see how things roll. <laughs> Thanks, woman. Um, so I want to just roll off of that. Uh, we've only got another like half an hour, another 30 minutes together, and I want to just roll off of that and what Elise shared instead of going back through comments. I love everything that you're all sharing and keep sharing, like keep communicating with each other, keep sharing, keep um, doing whatever it is that you feel called to do on your side of it. Here's a question. Where's your heart at? Where's your heart at? So remember, we're going to check in. So we've just started talking about toxic masculinity. We've just started talking about it. Where's your, where's your, how open is your heart? How open is your body? It's just a quick check-in, and you can share in a comment if you're here on the live, um, or you can just sit with it, feel, and then can you breathe your heart open again? I know, it's intense! Um, for those of us who have felt the, the arm ring or the shutdown, um, super open heart, hell yeah, I love, I love hearing that, Gemma. Okay, um, Angelica, love that, contracted a tad bit, heck yeah, woman, such good awareness, so good. Um, Becca stopped breathing and started holding. Heck yeah, heart's beating so fast, right? Like, this is so good for us to just see what this does to our nervous systems. This is incredibly important for us to start to be aware of what toxic masculinity does to us. So now let's talk about how this relates to us on the feminine path. There is no way that we don't get to explore this when we are saying that we want to step into our allness, when we are saying that we want to open, we want to embody our fullness, we want to step onto our soul's path. Whatever it is that has called you here or called you on your spiritual path or your awakening path or your personal growth path, what, whatever has called you here, I might not have the perfect words, um, but whatever has called you on this path, there is no way that we don't get to look at the toxic masculinity if we're going to go and really open and really step into our allness, really step into our fullness, because we have to look at what this energy does to our system. We have to look at what the external energy of it does to us. Like just in that little tiny thing, we watched our hearts close for many of us. Tiny little description of what we're talking about with toxic masculinity. We watched our body shut down. We, we watched them. We watched them guarded, protected, right? There is a lot of pain in the feminine. There is a lot of wounding in the feminine. There is a lot of trauma in the feminine that's linked to distorted masculine, that's linked to toxic masculinity, that's linked to um, in any expression that is not the divine masculine. Um, here's the truth about the masculine. It is just as pure, it is just as beautiful, it is just as love-filled, it is just as powerful as the feminine. It's just different. Now I'm talking about the heights of the expression of the divine masculine. I'm talking about that pure divine masculine. So now, shift your focus away from toxic masculinity and toxic masculine, and now feel, feel. Find something that represents divine masculine to you. Find something. It could be maybe Christ light. It could be maybe Shiva. It could be another image. Maybe it's the sun for you. Maybe it's just pure white light. Find something that represents divine masculine to you. 
and, and if you've never had a symbol or never had a had a an image or something that you've felt into and meditated with on divine masculine, just allow whatever to arise, arise. It might be a tree, right? It might be one of those really big, straight, beautiful trees. Whatever that symbol is, it might be a bird soaring up above. Just closing your eyes, feeling, what is a divine masculine symbol for you? If a human being doesn't work or an archetypal energy doesn't work, find something that represents divine masculine. Something, something. Now feel into the purity of this. Feel into the purity of this, right? When we start to feel into divine masculine, I wanna talk to you, I wanna give you some words to help you feel into what divine masculine is. So divine masculine is, um, it's, it's 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 a huge holding. It's a loving of every aspect of the feminine. Every aspect, like divine masculine in that expression, loves all of you, loves the feminine, loves the life force that runs through the feminine. It's what lights him up. It's what enlivens him. It's what pulls him out of a Shiva meditation. It's what pulls him out of of meditating off into the ethers and not being here and present, right? It's the gift. He wants to witness life energy flowing through you. He wants to see the joy and the happiness and the love flowing through you. And Jessica, I love your word, protection. It comes with protection. It comes with holding that space. It comes with wanting to create things that bring you alive, that bring the feminine alive. That's divine masculine. That's divine masculine. Um, where the hell is that in our world? It's there. It's, it's there. It is. I swear to you. I promise you it's there. But we're working to get there. We're working. Our men are working to get there. We as women are, we are working to get there. Um, you just heard Elise talk about it as toxic masculinity in herself. So here's another question. Here, really quick, check into where your hearts are at. Where's your heart at? Where's your heart at? Where's, where's your whole system at? Now that we've just been talking about divine masculine, where's your heart at? Where are things at? Where's your body at? Um, what, what, where are things at? Just, just feeling, just taking another check-in. Um, where, where are you at? Um, just feeling into where to, um, uh, where to go from here. We are co-creating toxic masculinity. We are co-creating that. Um, We are a part of the whole. That's a truth. That is an absolute truth in this world. And I'm gonna challenge us to feel into specifically, uniquely our own lives and our own expressions and our own bodies. Where are we maybe expressing toxic masculinity? Where are we inviting toxic masculinity into our lives? This is a, this, this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> this one sucks. Um, it's, it's sometimes very, very hard to shine the light on these aspects of self. And that's what I'm inviting us. That's what I'm asking us to do. This is part of the gift of the dark goddess um, is 
showing us the places where we're anesthetized, where we're half asleep, where we've deadened things in ourselves, where we can't see certain things, where we're living old family patterns that we're not even aware of. This is part of the gift of the dark goddess. The other gift of her is not to just show it to us, but it's to release us from that, right? Release us from these unconscious, hidden patterns or uh, ways of being or uh, absorb psychic, uh, I have to say the word patterning again. Um, so feeling into, and I'm loving some of the things that you're all sharing, and I'm just going to read off or I'm going to just ask some questions. Try to be as honest with yourself as you possibly can when I ask these questions. And here's the reason why. So I want to tell you why you want to do this. Because you might be thinking, I don't actually want to go into this, Sabrina. Maybe that's because you don't know why you want to go into this. Here's why. Because it will change every fucking relationship in your life. It will change how you make love to your man or your woman. It will change how you raise your babies. It will change how you work in the world. It will change what the man walking down the street who might be thinking about raping you does. That's how much it changes. It is a deep internal wiring that changes. You start to resonate different energy out into the world. You don't resonate energy that accepts toxic masculinity or is afraid of toxic masculinity. You start to emanate something different. That's why we go to these depths. That's a gift of the dark goddess. Now, when you start to shift on these deep, and you might be thinking like, dude, Sabrina, if someone wants to rape me, they're going to fucking rape me, right? I am taking us to the guts, to the worst of the worst with toxic masculinity. That's one of the worst of the worst of toxic masculinity, right? And you might be thinking, bullshit, Sabrina. I, I will challenge that all day long, every day. Am I saying that it's my responsibility? No. Am I saying that it's everybody's responsibility who lives on this planet at this time? Yeah, I am saying that. I am saying that. Am I saying that I'm responsible if somebody rapes me? I'm not saying that. So let's not twist this around and let's not go like, Sabrina, you are such a bitch. I can't believe you would say something like this. Don't you have compassion? I have serious fucking compassion, serious compassion around this. And I want to state that up front. But I also want to give us truths, truths that are scary as shit, truths that hurt, truths that come from working in the depths of the depths of the depths of the depths and the truth and the truth and the truth and the truth. It's truth of the dark goddess. Right? These things that take us into these places that are, they are scary, they are intense, they are wild, they are life-changing, they are transformative. That's why you want to ask these questions. That's why. Because it's not just that your inner life changes. It's not just that you're able to reflect and see where you're attracting toxic masculinity or where you're actually embodying it and expressing it like Elise gave us her beautiful story of that. It's not just about that. It's because once we start to do that, we can actually change it. And when we change it, I am not joking when I say the whole of our lives change. Every single area of your life will change when your relationship to the feminine changes and your relationship to the masculine changes. We don't get to do one without the other. So also for everyone who's like, no, I want goddess stuff. 
awesome. I fucking love goddess stuff. Obviously, my job, part of my job is to bring in the feminine, allow the feminine to rise in all of her forms. But we don't get to do that and leave off this half. We don't get to. That's not how we're built. We're both masculine and feminine. We're both. So now, from this standpoint, I want to ask the questions. And can you be real? How real can you be? If there are tears flowing when you start answering these questions, good. If you feel scared as shit, good. If you feel angry and you want to kill me or you want, you, you want to roar, good. We're getting somewhere because I'm not creating these feelings in you. They're there. What we're doing is we're opening the door to them to get them out. Because what they do when they sit in these clogged lines like stuffed in our hip or stuffed in our womb or stuffed in our yoni, we get sick. We get sick. We also do weird shit that we're unconscious of, right? I don't know why I keep pushing my man away. I don't know why I keep being a nasty mom to my kids. I don't know why I can't hold down a great job. It's because we've got all kinds of unconscious hidden crap running the show. And we've got an opportunity to go in there. We've got an opportunity to open that door and let the crap out so the light can come in. And that's the gift of the dark goddess. That's the gift of what we're working on. That's the gift of going into these depths of self, these truths. That's the gift. That is the gift. So questions to ask yourself. Where have I expressed toxic masculinity? Now, skip the word toxic masculinity because it means something different to everybody. Where have you blocked an emotion, right? Like Elise was talking about, where have you not allowed yourself to feel something and it's come out in a powerful take charge, run people over sort of a way. And it doesn't have to come out in a take charge, run people over sort of a way. It will come out in many, many different ways. It can come out in many different ways. But just think about that. Where have you locked down your emotions and how did that come out? How does it come out? How does it sneak out? These are things that we don't even know. Ask your partner. Ask the people who are closest to you. Hey babe, um, when, you, when, you, when you see me like, what, what do I do? What do I do? When I take your head off for no reason, what am, how, how does it look for you? How does it look for you, right? Um, that's one of the questions to ask yourself. Another question to ask yourself. Where do I allow? Where do I allow toxic masculinity to happen? Where do I allow it? Think about the people you love. Think about the masculine people you love. You love them. Where do you allow them to get away with it? Where, I know I do that for my brother. I do. And I will be the first person to admit it. I don't call him out. And I could call him out in a loving way. But I don't. I think I'm going to have to now because I've just fucking admitted this shit. So where do you allow it? Where do you allow it? And I'm not saying that we're called to take action in every moment. Some of us are just not in places where we've got the spiritual stamina to do it. We've got the soul stamina to do it. We're not, we're not strong enough. We haven't built up those big, those big strong muscles yet. Um, and so I'm not saying that you necessarily have to take action by any means. That's not what I'm saying. But we need to be aware of it. We need to be aware of it. Um, when it's going to hurt their ego to protect their little boy. Becca, heck yeah, woman. Heck yeah, sister. Um, I kind of want to move on a little bit because we've only got about 10 minutes left together. So uh, these are really good questions to continue to ask yourself. 
and I'm going to leave you on your own to ask more questions. For those of you in Inner Circle, we're definitely going to be asking a hell of a lot more questions um, this month in the workshops. For those of you who are not in Inner Circle, you are very welcome to join us in the workshop that happens just after this live. We are going into the Dark Goddess. We are doing that deep work that I'm talking about um, around opening up the door uh, to whatever's in there that's hidden. Uh, yeah, so I'll just, I'll leave it at that. Uh, you can join if you feel to join. We start 15 minutes after we finish here on the hour. Um, there was another thing I wanted to, I know we usually do questions at the end, but there was something else that I wanted to, to bring into our discussion here. I know what I wanted to bring into our discussion here. Um, I've, I've worked with men in rewilding. I've, I've worked with men in this realm. Uh, and when we work in toxic masculinity, we don't just work in the realms of maybe what society is talking about as toxic masculinity. We look at it through all the different archetypes, um, like the warrior. It's the same that we do with the feminine, like Mars, the warrior, um, god of war. How purified is that? That's an energy form. It's an archetypal pattern in us. How distorted? Where are the distortions? Um, how pure is that? Then you look at Saturn, um, Saturn controlling, rigid. We look at that, like old patriarchal structures. Where, where are you stuck? Where are you just stuck in the old? Um, so then you look at that. And when I work with men, here's the truth. There's legitimately no difference. That sucks. There is legitimately no difference between where men are at with regards to their, um, their divinizing and where the feminine is at with regards to her divinization. Um, of course there are little differences, but when we get to the high, 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 raw, raw, raw energetics, um, we're all in this together. We're all working our butts off. We are all working our butts off to be um, cleaner, clearer, purer, to not be lugging around old family patterns that make us assholes, right? Um, to not um, be projecting and blaming others to, to all of these all of these different things and the thing that I want to share about the masculine of what I have observed is the way that their distorted energy comes out is in a way that scares the shit out of us because they have so much force, so much power behind it, and they've been taught to channel it as rage versus something else. Do you see what I'm saying here? Overall, in our society, it's acceptable for men to be angry. It's not acceptable for them to be afraid or for them to be sad and to cry. Does this make sense? So. As a society, we, we have invited men and we have told them that it's okay for you to be angry, but it's not okay for you to be crying and sad and full of fear. We need you to be our protect. We need you to be strong. We need you to be this. When that's not what they are in that moment, they're... they're not that in that moment. 
but we're asking them to be that in that moment. And we as the feminine, we have so much, right? That they want to be that for us, even if it breaks them. They want to be that for the world. They want, they, right? They want to be that even if it's breaking them inside and it's breaking them. It is breaking them because it's not true. It's not true. It's the same for us when like, we are being held to this place, but it's breaking us. It's like, I'm not a good little girl. I can't just be a mom and a wife and a night. I'm a fucking witch too. I am a witch. I'm a dark goddess. I'm a war- like, I need to be all of these things. I'm a sexual fucking diva. I need to be all of them. And so it's the same with our men. You need to be all of them. But again, we're limiting their expression to this. I want a hero. I want a warrior. I want a blah, 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 right? What about this? We are asking the same thing of them. I want to be my everything. Why can't you hold my everything? Why can't you love my everything? Why can't you love my my sacred prostitute? Why can't you love my dark goddess? Why can't you love my super warrior palace Athena? Why can't we love all of them? Why? It's the same. Do you see? It's the same. They're limited in their expression. And they've been so limited for so long, there is a whole well of shit inside of them. There is a whole well of grief. They could probably, a a typical man could probably cry for two fucking weeks straight and still not have released everything that he's held down. All of the pain, all of the hurt that he's held down. Now, if we think that that pain and that hurt doesn't come out distorted, doesn't come out in some way, it's leaking out. It's going to leak out. It has to leak out. That's just the nature of energy. It moves. As much as we want to stuff it down, as much as we want to put on that straight face, it's going to move. They're getting sick because of it. Elise gave us beautiful examples of what's happening on that side of it, right? But it's leaking out. Just like ours is leaking out. So for all of us, we got to go into the dark goddess. We gotta go into the dark masculine, the dark, the dark masculine archetypes, the dark gods. I know gods is not a word that everybody loves, but I don't care. We've gotta go into these hidden places. There is absolute purity in there. There is absolute love in there. There is. Underneath all of that stuff, it's juice, it's creativity, it's love, it's passion. It's, it's the ability to make miraculous things happen in the world. We've seen the, the sheer energy men hold like if you've seen little boys and little girls playing like you've seen like little boy they have so much energy like they just they need to move things they need to build things they need to pick up things up and carry things and and that energy when it's open when it's heart aligned when it's aligned to their haras their hearts right their higher heart when their whole central channel is open the things that they create how they create what they do in this world it's heart aligned it's soul aligned is fucking amazing what they can do just like it's fucking amazing what we can do when we're the same it's the same it's the same we've got to derouble what's just finding the ways to let it out to open those doors and and dark goddess dark god archetypes are one way they are one way there's many other ways to go into these places um 
I think we'll finish. We've got five minutes. I would love to hear Elise. So I would love to hear Elise share with us what she did um, because it's such a good example and it's so raw, it's so real, it's so tangible um, what she did. So I would love Elise. Uh, I can help you. (laughs) She's giving me these eyes as she walks over here like, don't really know what I'm going to say. So just breathe into it, woman, right? So just, um, it's just sharing your... Your experience, your what brought you into a different expression of the masculine, mm. a higher vibrating, cleaner, pure expression of the masculine. Mm. I came across meditation first to be able to still that and also tea. And that led me into... Um, medicine woman as well which is to balance out my masculine and my feminine but in all honesty um yeah it was that meditation with the tea that was able to still me enough to then start opening to the more feminine practices and then I came across rewilding and but being on this path every day I'm still vigilant with going into the masculine in myself and purifying that it fucking brings me to tears because out in the world no one's not many people are doing that and women man we've got to own this shit in ourselves as well it's it's repressing us it's like we've got to just set ourselves free with this and so that's an important piece because we're you know we've got the masculine in us whether we like it or not so it's up to us to purify ourselves and then by that, we can help our family around us. We can really do that. So being more heart-focused with masculine practices, that's key. So every day, it's like, how can I meditate so I can, you know, how can I hold space, you know, doing what I'm doing here and insisting from that place as well. For me, that's my path. Um, and also incorporating the feminine. So yeah, is that... Yeah, so there's one... Can, mm-hmm. um, there's one other piece I would love to share is I had the great honor of witnessing Elise go through parts of this. And there was one particular, we were doing a one-on-one session and there was one particular session where it was a dark goddess that opened up the door to the amount of, of rage in Elise to, to that, that masculine, that toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Can you just talk a little bit about what opening up that door was like? Medusa. Yeah. In your apartment. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the first week, I wouldn't. Get, I shut down. Plus the brain was like working pretty hard. Shut down. No, you're not getting in. You're not getting in. Oh, it feels like I've got kicked in the guts. No, not going in. Second week, one on one, we're in. Already, I'm getting kicked in the guts. It was like you got to own this. You got to go into it, and still didn't. Resisting, resisting. Sabrina's behind me. Well, I'm getting into it as she does. Beautifully, beautifully needed that shove in the back. And and it was a point that she was on my left side, I remember that. And it was like a flinging down. And just the rage that come up. I wanted to kill. I could have killed Sabrina with my hands. That was how toxic and disgusting this energy was and it breaks my heart actually to say that because I fucking love you I love, I love fucking women I love that and that's 
man, I was, yes. So it's sort of like this, that, that needed to just be, yeah, to release it. And yeah, I, I think I'm a, yeah, I cried. I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried after that. So that was beautiful and necessary. Um, but it was hard to get to, a lot of work to get to. Yeah. To yeah. actually be allowed to feel because there's that other fear that comes in too of this is going to be too much. Right. I remember that. If mm. I open this door, what's going to happen? Mm. What am I going to do? Is this going to take me down? This is too much emotion, too much rage, too much. What am I going to do? How am I going to look after my kids if I'm, you know, a blubbering mess on the floor? And, but it all comes perfectly. Yes. It's, yep. it's that just, divine timing. It comes when you're ready. It comes when you find a safe space. Yeah. It comes when... It, 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 I want to stress the divine timing to it all too um but yeah that's such a beautiful example of the gift of the dark goddess and their ability to open up that door to what's sitting there what's sitting underneath in the places that we cannot see we don't even know are there um and we keep locked down under lock and key but they are slipping out and and they are creating that toxic masculinity that that's the force that's the energetics that that drove some of what elise did when she was like, I'm, I acted out toxic masculinity in my policing career in certain ways. I acted it out. Um, so awesome woman. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Continue. Okay. My dear, amazing friends. I know we didn't get to Q and A today, but felt really important to just sort of close the whole circle um, and give you just a real, a, a real world story of how this works um, and what's possible, like really, truly what's possible. Um, thank you so much for being here. I loved, I love that we were able to do it on a weekend. I'm just grateful for the space that we co-created, the heights that we were able to stay at despite the topic, um, being in like the pits of the pits of the pits. Um, and I thank you all for deep anchoring roots, for standing in that pillar of light, for big open hearts. Um, for being here, just doing what you're doing, doing, doing what you're doing in the world. Just the fact that you're here saying like, yeah, I'm up for listening to this. I'm, I'm, I'm here. And then to what degree you take that to, um, we're, we're all on our own unique paths. So if it's to another degree and you want to go in, um, we're doing that in Inner Circle. You're so super welcome to work with me in Inner Circle. That's my way of working um, in all of these aspects uh, in a very, very open um, format, not open in that it's not a safe container, but open format in that it's easy to access. Um, it's easy, it's all online, it's easy to get in and we're gonna go in there in 13 minutes. <laughs> so I gotta go, um, I love you all so much. Um, I think there's an inner circle link somewhere, Kelly, if you could just post it in the comments, that would be great too, um, just in case anybody does wanna come and do that workshop with us. Um, it's totally possible, you just gotta jump now so that you can make it in there um, in 10 minutes, and that's another live that happens in our inner circle Facebook group. So for those of you who I know, there's a lot of you here who are in inner circle, I will see you in about 10 minutes. Um, and for those of you who might be joining us, uh, welcome to Circle Sister, I'll see you soon. Okay, thank you all so much, um, and just so much love to you all. Mwah!